Good evening, friends. It's late here. Let's get right into it. Everyone, and I know that everyone, is thinking within themselves or even speaking aloud the question of what is going on. And many times, not recognizing that they are part of what is going on, part of the problem. Well, the Bible tells us what is going on. And, well, there's one thing we can recognize. We can recognize that uh, evil works are rising. We, We can recognize that. We can recognize that that Christians, real Christians, are being mocked and ridiculed and persecuted at this time. And and what makes the dynamics a little more complex at this time is the fact that in all of human history, America is is the one nation, one of the youngest nations uh, in human history, but the one nation that was founded on biblical principles and is now being, those principles are being uh, altered. Uh, People are trying to remove God from all aspects of our nation. So we know these things. We could see these things. Um, And what the Word of God tells us is that the devil, the enemy, knows his time is short. So here we are. Here we are closer to the return of Christ. And and that's basically the crux of the issue. And within that are other issues that we have complicated. Basically, for the the man the the, the person of Christ, the one who is in Christ, we are called just to to the great commission and that is to share the word of God to to preserve it to share the gospel and to be the salt and light of the earth that's it that's what we're called to do in these dark times we're called to be the salt and the light now within that we have people as as the word of God says false teachers and uh, those that follow the false teachers in this hour who are part of the Antichrist who are trying to hinder the gospel from from being told you know so in that in that the, the heightened spiritual warfare is what we have and Basically, that's it. That's it. That that uh, 
that the word of God is playing out exactly like it said it would. That that the earth would would rebel more and more against God and those who have endured Jesus Christ is returning and um, rapturing the church. And there's a purification process occurring within the church in this hour. There's definitely an acknowledgement of the wheat and the, the, the true and the false, the wheat and the tares. Um, and there's so many that that are pharisaical, that they're claiming Christ, but their hearts are far from them. They look just like the, the culture. They look just like the world. They don't look any different. And, and it is, you know, I used to think, you know, because I was born and raised here in America, we're a Christian nation. So I didn't really understand it fully. When, you know, the Word of God describes a Christian as a peculiar pre peculiar person uh, that you know you will be seen as as an outcast even right and we're, we're seeing that occur now the rise in hostility toward Christians well some of the scariest part of it is is that there's people that believe they're Christians but they have a hostility towards Christ I get that it would be a Pharisee, you know, the Pharisee, man, they quoted scripture, but they couldn't recognize Christ. And that's what we have today, uh, Christians that are offended by Christ. They'll call what you say hate speech. And you're thinking, okay, but this is what Christ has said. This is what Christ has said. So if you can't stand firm on everything that Christ has said um, and call yourself a Christian, you need, you, need, you need to check out your heart. You need to assess your heart because your heart is hardened against the truth. And... Um, so what we have is a lack of love of the truth. We have a lack of that. And which is obvious. I mean, when, when lies are fully accepted and entertained, I mean, people compromise and, you know, they're not offended by a lie. That, that, that's, <laughs> but they're offended by the truth. That should send off some alarm bells, but uh, people aren't listening. People aren't listening. And what is occurring, as I was saying, the purification of the church. You know, um, and those that are fully devoted, that believe the Word of God to be inerrant and and stand on it, on it fully. Uh, there will be more and more. They're going to those that love the Lord and believe in His will, that that seek His will, 
are going to become more and more ostracized in in this culture, in this nation. Uh, And we're going to stick out like a sore thumb. (laughs) You know, and that's just the way it is. Because the world says, you know, the more sexually immoral, the more, um, let's put it like this. Criminals, violent criminals that have have um, committed the, the most heinous of acts are not even as ridiculed or mocked or ostracized as a Christian will be. They will, people will say, well, you know, they had a hard life or this or that. But a man or a woman or God that stands firmly on the word will be mocked, ridiculed, ostracized. Just pay attention. It's occurring. People aren't offended by sin, but they are offended by the words of Christ. And that is literally happening in this hour. Okay? And, you know, like within the first church, when we talk about right after Christ's ascension in in Acts, they were in one mind and one accord because they were completely about the Father's business, just as Christ was. And so they they were able to, you know, to um, do mighty works, mighty, mighty works. And lots of big, huge revivals and deliverances and healings occurred because that first church was in sync with the will and word of God. And what it looks to be within this hour is that God is bringing the remnant together. That is what it looks like. That the remnant are coming to the top. They're going to be they're going to be rec- they're going to be able to recognize one another. The remnant are, you know, they're at the four corners of the earth. They're around they're all around the, the world, but they don't necessarily see each other yet. We, you know, we can't identify each other yet. <laughs> and what I mean by that is that the remnant can actually see another, recognize another that is the remnant. They can recognize them easily. And it's, it's because... They have the same admiration, just as David did, just as David did, about the Word of God, about the will of God. They're never offended, like, about the words of Christ. Like, they would never say, that's judgmental, of a, of a scripture being quoted. Quoting, quoting scripture is never judgmental, Ever. But yet it will be considered by the Pharisees to be so. But 
the remnant, like what it looks to be, is that they're being pulled to the top. They're, they're going to be more and more easily recognized because they're going to be the ones that stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> we are. We're just not going to blend the culture. We don't, we're not going to blend in. We're not going to blend in. And there won't be any compromise of the word. There's no sense in compromising God's word. Um, so, so what's happening is, is, is that purification process. And that I believe the, the ones that are truly in the Lord will, will come together and strengthen one another in these last days. But it is obvious that what we have is a compromised church. Definitely compromised. And uh, it loves the things of the world more than the things of God. And so... You know, the Bible says that we are without excuse. It's funny that, you know, the compromised Christians, they want to make excuses for everybody's sin. Unless they're being, unless it's sin against them. Like, you know, these same people, oh, wow, they'll condemn someone that sins against them or their loved ones. But, you know, it's, the rest of it's justified. I know I'm not being as clear as I need to be on it, but it's because you have to start observing the world for yourself. But what I'm saying is, is that these compromised Christians, uh, you know, they they say tolerance and they say love and they say all these things, but they don't tolerate a truth speaker. They don't tolerate one that stands firm on the word of God. They don't. They ridicule them. They 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 get very angry. You have to be real consistent. If, in, in, you know, but all we have is hypocrites. That's all we have. There's a bunch of hypocrites, and therefore, you know, it's the blind leading the blind. Um. But God doesn't teach us that we are to be inclusive. He teaches us that we have we have to be exclusive because there's there's nothing more exclusive like you none of us will ever be God. And and I don't think people like to hear that to be honest. I think that deep down everyone just wants to be God. Just like the devil himself. You know. So they don't have a humility toward God. And, I mean, the hypocrisy is so strong. And uh, that's how you can recognize how false, how faulty and how false a belief system is. But these compromised Christians will say, love. Uh, inclusivity and all this, and then within the next breath, gnarl and growl at us. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it time and time again. I've had done to me. I've had done to me. Um, instead of 
like iron sharpens iron as the scripture says and i believe that it is good to debate it really is because um in in scripture we see that there was this back and forth like like when the devil brought scripture to christ quoted scripture he quoted back scripture that revealed how the devil was using that scripture out of context and as believers that's that's what we're still called to do uh study to show ourselves approved and we should be able to come together and with with our scriptures and sharpen each other right but we don't have that we have the people that will come and you that's just hateful that's just judgmental and you're like hmm but isn't that what Christ said and they don't recognize it they don't recognize the spirit within them which is antichrist spirit and and it's just Throughout, I, I say throughout the church, but it's not the church. The, the church, the, the true church of Christ is, is the one, like he said, Jesus said that it's those that do the will of my Father. Those are my family. Well, they're scattered throughout the world. The remnant, the real church. I'm talking about the counterfeit church. That slaps the name of Christ up there and uh, their hearts are far from them. The same church that Jesus was speaking to when he told the Pharisees that. Because they, they couldn't even recognize. Here he was saying you're, you're to honor your father and your mother, the Ten Commandments that will stand forever because they were written by the finger of God and Jesus Christ confirmed them. He said, I didn't come to abolish the law but to fulfill it. Okay, And with the Holy Spirit... We're no longer under the law because we're, we're under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So Jesus was telling them, I tell you to honor your father and mother, and you get out of doing the, my will by saying that your possessions or money uh, are a gift to God. Or, you know, so, so in other words... They weren't going to honor their parents in their time of need with when ever I guess financial assistance because um, the Old Testament teaches us that that God calls for us to honor our parents, especially in their older age, and they were getting out of out from under the will of God in the name of God. You see that? And that is what is still occurring. Uh, majority of Christians, um, so-called Christians, the American church teaches that sin is okay, that there is we don't have to have power over sin, even though it's it's the Holy Spirit that actually gives a Christian uh, the strength and the guidance and uh, to to even walk 
in, in the will of the Lord. And so, but they don't teach that, which is, is clear in Scripture, that the Holy Spirit is the one who guides you into righteous, righteousness. And uh, anyway, so we have way more counterfeit teachings, counterfeit walking behavior. I mean, so arise in false humility, you know, and so there's such a deep level of decency, of citation to humanity, to the human being itself. There's, so, there's more of a self-centeredness and there's not people seeking the counsel of God, uh, but seeking their own counsel because they think they know it all. You know, under the guise of God is love. And to them, what they teach is love means to smile and just encourage people in their sin. Just smile, tell them they're good, tell them they're great, everything's good. As the world is crumbling around us, as, as people are desperate for the truth and desperate for hope and uh, mental illness is at an all-time high. But they'll keep smiling and encouraging you right where you're at, never really sending out the, the life jacket, the life preserver, which is Jesus Christ, who is salvation, who brings salvation. Never doing that because they don't give you the full gospel. And it it's uh I can't say that it's it's devastating. It's written in the word that this would be. And the reason that we can stand so boldly in the word of God is because God said that all men were without excuse. That that this uh that he equipped us to, we have, we were born, he, he, he breathed into us a conscience. And, and uh, he equipped us to seek him. And so trying to appease humanity and try to sweet talk them into following God, it's like it's just a level of ego. It's, it's uh, well, to me, it's disgusting. I think, we're, I know that God is kind, and I know that, that those that love God are kind. I know that, because their heart only wants what's good for people. They don't bring harm. They don't break the law. They don't... Their their intentions are good. And that's what real kindness is. The fake stuff is like... The fake stuff tells you what you want to hear instead of what you need to hear and will leave you setting. And 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 the just 
upset and in the in the despair. And that's basically what they do. Cause you aren't delivered from anything, right? Um now condemnation. There might be people that that also go the other route and try to bring condemnation and fear, which is not of God, right? Uh, and they might try to bring fear upon someone. Now, it's you have to, again, assess your own heart in all circumstances to understand your own intentions because um, sometimes we fear... Well, the Bible says that a perfect love casts out fear, right? And so a perfect love casts out fear. So any time that we have fear, we need to see where that's linked to. What Where's the root of it? And and get to the root of it. And And, and the way you combat it is to have faith in what God has said. That's why speaking the word of God and standing on it and, and, and uh, loving the truth is so important because the love of the truth is, is uh, the way to have no fear. All right? Because there is no fear in Christ. There is none. There's, I mean, like, like God said, like Jesus Christ said, you know, don't fear the one who can destroy the body, but fear the one who can destroy the soul, which is God. There's nothing that really man can do to you that God can't restore, which is your eternity. So... The, the rise in this spiritual warfare is because of the rise of the hatred for the truth. And uh, the more you see people offended by the very words of Christ, the more you understand that they do not have the love of the truth... And that their father is the father of lies, <laughs> and therefore corruption will arise. And that, and that's just the way it is. I mean, we literally are going along. A major portion of our nation is going along with all the dysphoria, with all the um, delusion. They're going along with it. And even if they think, oh, I don't believe it, but they're still just smiling and going along with it, you know, because they, they're very loving and all. <laughs> they're going along with, yes, men can have babies. It's okay to to destroy, the to, to remove, the, to take the life of the unborn right up until they're born. And, and way worse things than this, way worse is occurring. All around this world, horrendous injustices are occurring to the most innocent beings on this planet. 
every single day. And and what people are doing is just becoming more and more in despair instead of just standing more and more on the Word of God. Because, again, God works it all out. He does. God has the final say. You know, to me, it astonishes me for people who say, I don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe in God. Well, okay, not that I, I mean, that sounds foolish anyway. It sounds arrogant and prideful to say something like that anyway, because you believe in all the books, and where do you claim we come from? That, you know, but beyond that, if you can't say, okay, I do see evil occurring in the world. If you can't recognize that there is evil, does that mean that you're just evil? Or does it mean that you just overlook it? I mean, how do you reconcile evil? What what, what is your answer for it? Christ is the answer for a Christian. And, And everything the Bible said has come to pass. We only have a small fraction yet that we're waiting to come to pass. And so we're in that little window of time. And and that's exactly why we see the heightened spiritual warfare. That's exactly why. And I... um. I look at a human lifespan, and it's very, very short. Some some human lifespans are way shorter than others. And I even look at that, and I see where the Word of God says that our life is but a vapor. And even that truth that we can that we can see, and that science has confirmed, doesn't uh, instill in us a urgency to want to grasp every second of the day or minute and utilize it to glorify God and to to be the light and just to grab a hold to the purpose that we were born for, you know? Or even just take the time to enjoy the small things. You know, I think, um, you know, the Lord wants to just have us at peace with, with everything. Because we can't change people. And we can't change truth. You, you, but we can at least reside in the truth and take comfort in it. You see? So there's really not anything to be in despair about. But the message is to be aware about and not be a part of the problem, you know? Not be a part of partaking with these behaviors and and confusion that that everyone is in, like this great delusion that the Bible tells us about that 
man, people, (laughs) they don't even, they literally will have so much double speak. They'll say one thing out of their mouth and then yet the opposite out of the other side. I mean, the the argument of you have to be inclusive, but yet they're exclusive. Every single thing they say they believe in, they live the opposite. And so, but they can't recognize that hypocrisy. Um, this is just me speaking, thinking, you know, sharing my thoughts at this hour. It's really simple, friends. You know what? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Jesus Christ said that that there's two commandments. To love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love others as yourself. That is his core message. Now, people don't really know how to do that. But the Word of God says that if you love God, you keep his commandments. To love God is to to trust God. But for a whole world to hate the God that has created it, died for it, rose for it, gave gave up, you know, his word, his his heart. And then to to call him the evil one, which is in scripture, what they did to Christ. And then to claim the world, because that's what I see. I see these people pretending as though they they are loving when they're condoning the destruction of its own species. Like, uh, it's just baffles my mind how we, how twisted we think and, you know, how we justify all of these things that harm humanity. And then we listen to liars that have been caught in lies and don't ask them questions. Like, there's a lot of major fear-mongering going on. And again, back to what I was saying earlier, we don't need to be living in fear. If we're living in fear, we need to assess our hearts and what is going on. What, you know, if we're living in fear. I'm not saying that fear won't rise up at times, but I'm talking about living in fear. Uh, Then we need to assess why we are. But I know that right now a lot of people are being uh, controlled by fear. And that is why a lot of messages that are from the root of the lie are being accepted. Because they're controlled by fear and not love. Because perfect love casts out fear. That is why loving God and trusting God 
will bring about a peace that surpasses all understanding, as the scripture says. Again, friends, this is me in the wee hours of the night. Not quite wee hours, about midnight. Um, sharing my heart. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed this time together. And if you feel led, share the podcast. Continue to pray. Remain steadfast. Be immovable. And continue to have faith that God is working all things out for the good of those who love him. Glory to God. Have a blessed evening. Bye-bye.